Hey friends, welcome to the Nerd of the Word podcast. I'm your host, Jess Carey. This show is devoted to busy people wanting to dig a bit deeper into the Word of God. In each episode, we will unpack a scripture's relevance, interesting facts, and modern application. My hope is that you will understand the Bible more clearly and how marvelous it is to live a life as a nerd of the Word. Hey there, Nerd of the Word listeners. It is so good to be back with a new season and a new topic headed into these fall and winter months. So as I mentioned during the final episode of season one, season two is going to be broadly focused on the topic of courage. Now, I love how my friend Lisa Bishop describes or defines courage, and she says this, Courage is the ability to face and overcome fear while prioritizing a greater objective. It is not the absence of fear, but rather the determination to act despite its presence, guided by a strong sense of purpose and a commitment to achieving a higher good. Wow. Well done, Lisa. What a great definition of courage. Now, for the life of me, I don't understand why I, why I choose such challenging ideas. It's like when you pray for patience and God gives you the opportunity to practice patience. I think the next time I'm going to pick fullness of joy or maybe the goodness of God. Anyhow, We can all use more courage, right? So here we go. Today's episode is all about having the courage to wait. Now, who in the world likes to wait? Not me. In fact, it's one of the most annoying and frustrating things that I believe we endure in our day-to-day life. I don't like waiting in line or in traffic. I don't even like waiting for my hair to process. And I'm not a natural blonde, and it takes forever, just in case you're curious. Anyhow, you get the point. Waiting stinks. Now, it may not be obvious that waiting requires courage, especially when we think about those day-to-day moments of waiting. But all this radically changes when the type of waiting that we are called to be in is far more critical, like when we're waiting on a diagnosis or hearing back from a hiring manager or biopsy results. Consider the anxiousness and uncertainty that a couple faces when they're trying to get pregnant or facing infertility. Or how about someone who's waiting on a visa or green card to work? When we find ourselves in seasons of what I'll call high-stakes waiting— It can be paralyzing and incredibly scary. My husband and I, we've navigated many seasons of this type of uncertainty. Even as I sat to write this episode, we have found ourselves again in a season of intense, nail-biting waiting. Now, I understand how difficult it can be, and I believe that God's Word has some awesome ideas about how to brave the waiting seasons well. So let's get into our focus passage for today. It comes from Psalm 27 and verse 14, and here's what it says. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and He shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. That's from the New King James Version, in case you were curious. So let's get into some of the nerdy stuff about this psalm. It's a psalm of David, King David to be precise, and the entire psalm, Psalm 27 in in whole, has exactly 22 lines. Now that is the same number of letters in the Hebrew alphabet. However, this is not what we would call an alphabetic acrostic. 
The psalm is actually more like a sandwich. It has two slices of confidence with a petition or a lament in between. So let's get into that. Verses one through six, this is part of the sandwich, the confidence part. David reminds himself and the reader that the Lord is his refuge, his hiding place, his strength. He starts out strong in verse one. The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? So if we stopped reading at verse 6, as David went on, we might think that he had an easy life and God always plucked him out of danger and he was always safe. But oh no, David starts revealing in verse 7 that sometimes, actually oftentimes, he felt like God didn't hear him and left him in this space of limbo. From verse 7 to verse 12, this is David's lament or petition, and he expresses concerns about being rejected or the Lord leaving him and abandoning him, and he pleads. He says, hear me when I cry out, O God. David is describing a season of high-stakes uncertainty or waiting here. Then we get into our last two verses, verses 13 and 14, returning to this declaration of confidence in God. We're closing up the sandwich, and he has this heart that is courageous enough to wait. David reminds himself, and possibly the congregation of Israel that he may have been talking to, to put their confident hope in the Lord as they wait. So let's break down the individual segments of verse 14. The first portion, wait on the Lord. That word wait is the Hebrew word kava, which means to wait, look for, hope for, or expect. You see, there's a richness in that idea around waiting. All right, the second stanza, be of good courage and he shall strengthen your heart. Now, some translations say be brave and courageous. Others say be strong and take heart. So when we consider the history David had with the Lord, this makes total sense. David often found himself hiding in bunkers from his enemies or caves, probably more likely. But the Lord always protected David and ultimately gave victory over his enemies. So David speaks from this place of tested assurance that God can be trusted. We can be brave as well as we wait on the all-powerful God of the universe to move on our behalf. That's the encouragement in this verse. All right, now the final line, wait, I say, on the Lord. This is not a passive, silent, reflective prayer moment. This is hopeful anticipation. This is an active form of waiting. David is compelling his audience to wait in expectation. All right, so how does this apply to us today? I love what Charles Spurgeon has to say about how we actively wait. He says this, wait at his door with prayer, wait at his foot with humility, wait at his table with service, and wait at his window with expectancy. So based on this, here are some ways that we can wait well in hopeful anticipation, especially when we are going through a season of high stakes waiting. First of all, we wait in prayer. David cried out to God often in prayer, even when it was evident that he wasn't necessarily hearing back from the Lord. David continued to petition and press into the presence of the Lord. We need to do the same. That takes tremendous courage, you guys, to continue to ask, seek, and knock, even when God's answers might be no or not yet. Number two, 
wait in service. So when you don't know what else to do, serve those around you. It's a great way to get the focus off of yourself, especially when you're unsure what to do next. Look around, see who could use some help. This is a great way to wait well. All right, number three, we wait with humility. Surrendering our own timeline to God's divine plan takes a humble heart. Have you ever considered that waiting might be part of the divine plan, part of the process? When we rush ahead of God or we try to maneuver out of the waiting period, we're kind of acting from a place of pride. It says that our plans and our pace are better than God's. Yikes. So make sure we wait with humility. All right, number four, wait with expectancy. I love the last line of this psalm, wait, I say, on the Lord. Again, this is an active form of waiting, like a student waiting to learn from a teacher or sitting at a stoplight and waiting for the light to turn green. We wait with this hope for wisdom, guidance, provision, and healing, and for God's divine plan to unfold. Some of the deepest wells of my spiritual growth came during a season of high-stakes waiting. So let me ask you, what are you waiting for? Are you waiting with courage and hope or fear? Are you waiting with patient humility or anxious pride? In order for us to wait well, let's follow the model that the psalmist offers and praise God for his faithfulness, press into his presence in prayer, and develop the confident courage that God always comes through. All right, friends, let's pray. Dear Jesus, it can be incredibly difficult to wait, especially when we face a season of uncertainty. Help us to wait well. When we want to rush ahead, remind us that pressing into your presence is where we find the courage to endure. When we find it hard to rest in the unknown, make us aware that you are with us. Help us serve others while we wait and reflect on how you are molding, shaping, and maturing us through the process. We ask all of this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right, my friends, next week I'm digging into a power verse that I taught my kids to help them overcome their fears of the dark, monsters, and even bullies. Even if you don't have kids, this is an episode I promise you, you won't want to miss. Thanks for listening to the Nerd of the Word podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And if you loved what you heard today, I'd appreciate it if you'd share it with your friends and family or give it a positive review. For more great resources, please check out my website at www.jessicacarey.co. Thanks again and catch you next time.